What is up? Welcome to Not Another Goddamn Sports Show. Uh, we're here, week seven of the NFL. Last week, week six, I went eight and six. Uh, but there were a few surprises, at least for me, uh, games that didn't turn out the way I thought they would. And then some games that, I, you know, I thought they were going to be way closer uh, than they ended up being. And to me, one of the biggest surprises was actually Tennessee beating the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I say that because we haven't really got to see Tennessee gel. I would say even now, to some degree, we still haven't seen that necessarily. Uh, we just happened to see them on a good night. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry led the charge as he kind of normally does. But it brought Tennessee's record to 4-2, and two, which brings them even with Buffalo, but also a lot of you know, other teams that are doing well. The AFC, to me, obviously not anywhere as close to as good as the NFC right now. Uh, but even so, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure anybody thought that they would beat Buffalo, especially after after losing to the Jets uh, and losing in week one. Uh, I think, you know, I kind of knew it was going to take some time to see this team gel, see them come together, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it seems like that may be happening now. But I was also surprised the Ravens blew the Chargers out of the motherfucking water, dog. Uh, that game was not even close. It was a game I picked the Chargers to win because I, I think Justin Herbert and L.A., they're on a come up to some degree right now. But even with that, you know, it's only a second year. There's going to be some woes that come with that and all that kind of shit. So uh, let's just get right into week seven. We're going to start off Thursday night game, Broncos versus the Browns. Now... This is a game that's a little difficult to pick, actually, because the Browns are riddled with injuries. And the Broncos have one main injury, which is Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback position. It uh, doesn't seem like he's quite 100% yet, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be starting in this game. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. Oh, on, on the other side, Bigger Mayfield's going to be out. So Case Keenum's coming in to play for him. And I actually... You know, it's going to be interesting to see Case Keenum kind of more, you know, a passer. He doesn't really run the ball very much. And to me, he's not a very mobile guy. So he could actually do kind of well sitting in the pocket, throwing the ball around. But to me, the biggest story with this is the Browns, both the running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, are both going to be out for this game. Uh, Davian Clowney also listed as questionable. Their defense has been uh, kind of listed as questionable for a while. And while Denver's coming off a loss, three losses actually in a row, uh, they have been able to put points on the board pretty much in every game this year. So that being the case, I'm going to go with Denver in this game. I think they're going to end up beating Cleveland. Uh, it might be a really close game. And one, I could kind of see him going either way. But I think just the Browns are a little too decimated on the roster right now. Too many injuries, and I just think Denver's going to end up pulling it out. On to Sunday, first game, Green Bay versus the Washington football team. Uh, going to go with the Packers in this one. I've said before, this Washington defense is obviously clearly very overrated, just given on how many points they're giving up to, well, everybody this year. Uh, I'm definitely got to go with the Packers in that one. Uh, you know... I thought the Chiefs would have put up more points on the board than they did, but I could see Green Bay just coming in, blowing them out. It's definitely a possibility. Uh, I also think D Green Bay's defense has been playing better than usual this year, uh, or at least compared to the last couple years. I think that they've kind of picked their game up a little bit. Uh, 
And I say that because I could see this being another shutout for Washington. I think they've been shut out at least once so far this year. Uh, I could see it potentially happening again. Although I will say this, Taylor Heineke is having a decent year. Um, you can't really hit on the guy. He's been putting points on the board. He's got nine touchdowns, six interceptions, and 1,400 yards. He's got almost as many yards as uh, Aaron Rodgers, actually. He's only 100 less. But, you know, there's no way... <laughs> I, I see Washington winning this game. And uh, Washington is a funny team, too, because kind of what they've been known for, and again, I'm, I used to live in the D.C. area. I'm a Washington fan, so I've watched them a lot. And they're a very good team in the first half, a lot of the time. And then once that second half starts, it's over, baby. And I say it because that's exactly what happened when they played the Chiefs last week. Uh, as they were playing, I got to halftime. I think Washington was up 13-10. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, this could be an upset, but nah, the Chiefs came out, blew them out. I don't think they allowed any points in the second half, uh, and they just got decimated. So, going Green Bay in that one. Chiefs, Titans. Now, I already talked about the Titans some here at the top, and Kansas City has been having their woes. Now, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are both listed as questionable. I'm recording this on a Thursday, so I can get that Thursday game in, so I don't know if these guys are actually going to even be in this game, to be honest with you. Uh, Travis Kelsey also listed as questionable for Kansas City, and that's one of Mahomes' favorite targets there. So, to me, this is one of those games that's kind of up in the air. I'm not sure who to pick uh, or anything like that, but I think I'm going to go with Tennessee in this one. Uh, if Julio Jones and A.J. Brown are both out, then you know Kansas City's probably going to win. But I think even if one of those guys plays... Tennessee's going to end up pulling it out and, and getting the W here. Uh, you know, we, we already know Derrick Henry's a beast. Everybody knows that. And the thing is, everybody knows that, but he also seems unstoppable at the same time. But I don't think that just him will be enough to help them win. I think that one of those wide receivers is going to have to be out there uh, to, to add to that deep threat and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going with Tennessee here. Next up, Falcons-Dolphins. I said last week I could see the Dolphin game being the first one Jacksonville wins, and sure enough, that's what fucking happened. So, unfortunately, I picked the Dolphins to win still, but I, you know, did say I could see that being Jacksonville's first win. So that being said, I'm going with Atlanta. <laughs> I think for obvious reasons, uh, even though Tua came back and everything like that, you know, obviously this Miami team is just not built very well, uh, and you know, again, Trevor Lawrence got his first win of the season last year and Matt Ryan he's got way more experience and to be honest his numbers aren't horrible uh that's why it's kind of mystifying Atlanta's a little bit of a mystifying team to me uh obviously their defense must not be very good but their offense isn't really clicking too well either uh even though like I said Ryan's been doing well 1300 yards 10 touchdowns and three interceptions uh they're losing and at the end of the day that's all that really matters but I don't see them losing to the Dolphins. I think they're going to pick that one up. Next up, Patriots versus Jets. The Patriots coming off a heartbreaking loss to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, one, and I watched that game, and, you know, I picked the Cowboys to win. But as it was going on, I was like, damn, this Patriots team is kind of showing what they can do. And the game was in New England, which obviously home field advantage is always going to help. Uh, but, you know, we saw what... Dak and, and the rest of the Cowboys are really capable of last week, in my opinion. Even though, again, the Patriots not necessarily a great team this year at 2-4, and four, 
Uh, anytime you come from behind like that, you know, it says a lot about your team. That being said, though, they're playing the Jets this week. The Jets just horrible. Uh, so I'm going with New England in this one. Next up, Panthers-Giants. Now, Panthers, just like Denver, one of those teams started off the season 3-0, and now they've lost three straight. Uh, but I would look for them to get back on track against the Giants this week. Uh, the Giants, just the bad team altogether. I thought Daniel Jones was going to end up doing way better uh, this year than he has been doing. But, you know, this team can't seem to put anything together as far as winning or anything like that. So I got to go with Carolina. Bengals versus the Ravens. Now, this is a, an interesting matchup. Like I said, the Ravens blew the Chargers out a week ago. The Bengals, to me, have been kind of actually overperforming. There's been a few games that they won that I did not think that they would be winning this year. Uh, but I'm not sure that they'll be able to beat Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore has kind of been, uh, obviously, they've been on a tear. They're 5-1. And, uh, and they've been winning games that I was kind of surprised that, you know, they would win. Uh, I didn't expect them to blow the Chargers out. Um didn't expect that. I don't think a lot of people expect them to beat Kansas City in week two. Uh, but, you know, they're sitting there, one of the top teams in the AFC right now, 5-1. But the Bengals, too, again, 4-2, very, very good. Uh, but I just see Baltimore winning that one. Next, we got the Eagles and the Raiders. The Raiders kind of surprised me last week. I thought all of the drama with Gruden and all that shit happening, they were going to end up kind of having a downslide here. Uh, not, not performing very well, but... Derek Carr said after they got through all the drama and everything, you know, the team's feeling good about how they perform and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going with the Raiders in that one. Uh, and again, too, they could end up being a surprise AFC team this year that just ends up performing really well or doing really well. And of course, like I haven't looked at their full schedule. The strength of the schedule has something to do with that, I'm sure. But I think they're going to end up winning this one. Uh, next up, we got the Lions and the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. The Rams are 15-point favorites in this game right now, <laughs> which is kind of insane. But at the same time, I mean, what have the Lions done all year? Uh, nothing. It, they've been really bad. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things when Matt Stafford got traded to L.A. and Jared Goff got traded to Detroit, I, I had a feeling ahead of the season that, you know, obviously I thought Matt Stafford would be performing great. Uh, he's got a whole new team, uh, kind of a quote-unquote superpower team. Um, and Jared Goff has said, you know, to be honest with you, he's performed well in L.A., but that could have been everybody around him. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing now. And so, you know, got to go with the Rams. Next up, Texans-Cardinals. Uh, this is, whoa, this is actually the biggest spread of the week. <laughs> Arizona's 17-and-a-half-point favorites. And I kind of understand why uh, Houston has not been doing well. They're going up against a rookie quarterback who has not really been playing well. He's got five touchdowns and seven interceptions. Uh, and Arizona seems to be able to put points on the board at will. Uh, they've kind of, for the most part, been blowing everybody out. The only exception might be in some of these divisional games. They had a close game with San Francisco. But, you know, they beat L.A. by almost three touchdowns. 17-point difference. Uh, they blew out the Browns a week ago, so I'm going with Arizona. I think they're going to remain. Oh, and they're getting Zach Ertz. I think this is going to be his first week playing there. A big piece picked up for them. Um, you know, they're the only undefeated team left in the league. 
But regular season doesn't necessarily matter when it comes time for the postseason. They're doing great right now. But it'll be interesting to see what happens once they get into the playoffs. I got to assume that they're going to get into the playoffs barring major injuries. Uh, and they got to go up against some of these other other teams. And I mean, they got to play the Rams another time this year. That'll be interesting to see uh, what L.A. does or how they make adjustments and how that game ends up turning out. But for this one against the Texans, I got to go with Arizona. Uh, next, we got the Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. There's a lot of double-digit spreads this week. There's another one. The, the Buccaneers favored by 12 and a half points. And I totally understand why their defense. Uh, this could be another, you know, what I, I can't remember who they played when uh, Justin Fields had that horrible game. Uh, went through for like 60 yards or something like that. I can see this being a repeat with that Tampa Bay defense. Um, and obviously, you know, we got, well, you know, Tom Brady and the offense obviously are very, very good, but this Bears defense is also very good. Like I said uh, last week, the Bears are 3-3 three and three right now, 500 record, but it's all, honestly only because of the defense. If they didn't have that defensive squad, they wouldn't be where they're at. Uh, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop touchdown Tom every single time. On um, You know, he, I, the Buccaneers are going to pick up the W there. Uh, Sunday night game, we have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Indianapolis Colts. This is kind of an intriguing matchup because both teams with two wins. Uh, San Francisco is a two and three because they had the bye week already, but Indianapolis is two and four. And Carson Wentz, to me, is overperforming this year. Uh, he's got just under 1,600 yards, nine touchdowns, and one interception. Those are amazing numbers, but unfortunately, individual numbers don't necessarily lead to wins, and that's kind of the case here. They're sitting at two and four, even though he is having a great year. Uh, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, from reports and what I've seen online and stuff, it looks like he's going to be back in in this game, uh, and that makes a difference. I mean, Trey Lance, they obviously probably think he's going to be their quarterback of the future, but Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy with all the experience, and he's done well before. Uh, and they're just a different team when he's playing. So I think the 49ers are going to end up picking this one up. Uh, but, you know, this is one I could definitely see going either way. Finally, the Monday night game, the New Orleans Saints versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seattle heartbreaking loss last week with Geno Smith starting. Um, Russell Wilson still going to be out for now. Uh, and, you know, other than Wilson being out, it – Seattle doesn't really seem to be marred with too many injuries right now. Uh, New Orleans coming off a win uh, against Washington football team that they had their bye last week. This is a hard game for me to pick, to be honest. Uh, like I said, I, know, I mean, I know Geno Smith held in strong there against the Steelers, but it's the Steelers. Jameis Winston, too, not having a terrible year. I mean, he's just under 900 yards. He hasn't broke that 1,000-yard mark yet. But he's got 12 touchdowns and three interceptions. That, to me, makes a pretty large difference. Uh, Michael Thomas is going to be out. And, you know, uh, the Seattle defense, I'm not really sure what they're uh, made of necessarily. Um, they haven't given up, you know, too many points. A lot of the time, there's a couple, only a couple games that have given up more than 30. But other teams kind of averaging about 20 points against them. Uh, and, like I said, you know, Jameis Winston has those numbers. He's performing well. I think I'm actually going to go with the Saints in this game uh, to beat Seattle. Uh, they're also they're playing in Seattle, which does make a difference. But, again, I think 
with Geno Smith in there, uh, even though they had it was a heartbreaking loss. It was a close game to the Steelers. The Steelers are also a team that's just not kind of their quote-unquote normal selves this year. Uh, so I look at that as kind of a sign that, you know, the Seattle might struggle until Russell comes back. But we'll see what happens. There's a reason they play the games. As always, thanks for checking this shit out. If you like what you heard, whatever, share and subscribe. Uh, catch y'all motherfuckers later.